Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast. And so excited for today's episode where we have Ashton Madison of That Girl Wines. Yes! Everybody drink rose. Rose. So we sip rose. We gonna sip rose. Rose. Sip rose. Baby girl, she don't play. Don't play. So we sip rose. That Rose Hour, baby. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosie Hour podcast. And I'm so excited, delighted, joyful, uh, enthused, and exceptionally excited for the amazing. Oh, this is where I come in. Yes. Oh, me, the bartender Ben, I'm here. Yay! (laughs) Wow, that was. Where's where's my favorite? Oh no, that's not it. There it is. Hey. <laughs> I was late, but I showed up. Oh, somebody, was, somebody did not make perfect attendance. Cool. <laughs> my dad beat my ass. I was definitely there. Uh-huh. Sure I was there because he dropped me off and picked me up. Oh, that, that's that's good fatherhood. You know, yeah, you know, and it was like um. I had bad luck as a kid, so I just didn't trust cutting school because I just felt like I would just run into someone that I shouldn't have when I should be in school. Like you'd be like you'd be at the gas station and there's your dad sitting in the car pumping gas and then looking lock eyes with you and then there you are standing there with a cookie and then there's your dad pumping gas and it's right. like a, a Mexican standoff. Like what are you gonna do? You know, so too, like, I thought being in school was cooler than cutting. Like, all my friends was there. All of the chicks I wanted to holler at was at school. Uh, it was stuff to do at school. Uh, yeah. So why would I want to just be out in the streets trying to find fun when all the fun is there? Oh, what a way to look at education. <laughs> <laughs> Although you mentioned nothing about coursework oh, <laughs> or man. curriculum, but I get it. <laughs> How much of your, what do they call like grades, like kindergarten through 12? How much of that education do you really use in your daily life? Well, prior to getting into like calculus, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like there is a point in math where if I didn't become an engineer, it's pointless, mm-hmm. right? So, like, I was in the gifted program um, in, like, this thing called college studies program. And we, <laughs> we, we were taking coursework for college students in high school. And I don't remember nothing. I do remember the quadratic formula. I do remember some stuff like that. But, like... How many times have you used so, so you... In practical impl- applications in, like, my adult life. Right. Uh, I won a contest of, like, tr- trivia because I remembered it, like, twice in my adult life. So, like, I won three beers for the table. <laughs> and, 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 and that's good that you spent 12 years of your, you know, formal years getting trivial knowledge. Oh, and I remember pie. I remember pie. Right, but what is, like, how does that really affect your normal day? Like, unless you're studying, um, I don't know, UFOs, the Earth, uh, the circumference of a planet, like, 
Well, like I said, unless you're an engineer, there's a certain part where it's like, okay, maybe we should learn what the tax code means uh, <laughs> in high school or, you know, like how to balance a budget. I mean, like we, okay, so we had home economics too. And I did not fare very well in home economics. I think like if we had more coursework in home economics, I probably would have fared a little better. Because like, okay, everybody knew that I was not going to cook nothing. So like my group, my, my team, my group, they were like, she ain't going to do this. So let's make, and, and I mean, it was, it was a team project, right? So it was like every week you go to your home at class and it was on Fridays and, you know, we, we had to like make a meal, a dessert and like a, a beverage. So <laughs> that's how my adult life has turned out. Um, I was the cocktail queen of virgin drinks. So everybody was like, hey, Renee, you are a beverage maker. I was like, I will take this. I will I will cherish this opportunity to make sure whatever we drink with our meal, we delicious. And I took that job serious. I wasn't going to cook nothing. <laughs> and now what? And now what do I do? What do I do now? Bring the wine. I make sure whatever cocktail right. or do, drink we have is delicious. delicious. So it is practical application. So yeah, you know, and I'm just more and more I'm looking at fatherhood, right? Like, I don't know if I want to have my kids... I'm kind of on the fence. Like, I don't know if I want to have my my kid in uh, public schools or homeschool. But I think it has to be like a, a little bit of both, obviously. You know, but, you know, I like the public school for the social interaction. Mm-hmm. So they get a chance to be other kids, interact, learn how to, you know, just socialize and be social. Right. But then like, I fear that schools don't educate our children in the ways that we need them to. Well, I feel like there's like a lot of dependency people have on education by the school versus what parents should be doing, right? So like I I will say one and you know this like my parents did not let us go to babysitters. We didn't go to like childcare or anything like that. Like and that's a privilege. That was a privilege that my parents, you know, bestowed upon us. Like, my mom didn't have to, you know, go to work or my dad didn't have to go to work. They flipped, you know, between the two of them and rearing me, my brother and sister. So, like, depending on where we fell in the order of birth, we were home with one of the parents, right? And so it wasn't until, like, kindergarten that we went to school. So, like, for me, my first real interaction with kids was kindergarten. And that was weird because I was also the youngest because I went when I was like three. So like I was like, who are all these people? And like my dad, he remembers my first day because he went with me. He dropped me off. Well, he didn't drop me off because I I wouldn't let him leave. So like the story is my dad took me to kindergarten my first day. And like he had to stay that first day with me because I just was not, I was not cool. Like I was like, no. <laughs> so like, yeah, I was like, you're not leaving me here. Not with these people. But I think like, 
there's a point of like, how do you separate, you know, and let your kids learn and become, you know, uh, sociable? And then how do you also uh, protect your kid as well? And it's like, what is that balance? Yeah. So I remember growing up, I remember my first day in kindergarten. You know, you have certain memories that just like really stick out in your mind. Mm-hmm. I remember I had these silver hawk tennis shoes that had like the reflective hologram thing on the side. Oh, yeah. And I thought I was the ish walking to school with my silver hawk t- <laughs> with the Velcro uh, strap. Right, because you can't tie your shoe yet. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. So uh, I go in class and I meet, you know, my childhood friend Joe and other friend Dwight and T. Um, I just remember like how we started our friendship was Joe said hey your shoes are really cool and he had on some Nikes that I thought was cool and I was like your shoes are cool too hey let's be friends and that was that simple and that was that you know and just remembering just developing social skills and talking to folks and dealing with that and also just DC back then like we, we this fall all the time in school it's weird you know but yeah. just really having like you know my dad you know making me stand up for myself yeah. you know um really helped me out in the long run you know I couldn't avoid nothing <laughs> my dad was heavily involved in the schools heavily involved in PTA but he would also be heavily involved in me and what was going on with me right right so, he's very hands on right so it's been many a times where my dad like made me fight like in front of the principal like he didn't care like it was like kids cage fight right and my, and, and my dad is talking to the principal like no this boy's been messing with my son and he's gonna you know and it was like wow I, I really appreciated it um yeah I really appreciate the experience I appreciate uh Ben Senior so shout out to dad uh, you know <laughs> that Zeus uh, giving shout outs. Bless up. That's what Zeus is saying right there. He is yeah. super, super. So what are we drinking? Well, we're sipping on as we reminiscing in over our childhood right. on some That Girl Rosé. And it's called Over It. Because I, when I first got this box, the box, it was, remember that day, it was very rough at work. Um, and it was very rough. Uh, and I was over it. And I was like, oh, this is symbolic. Uh, so when I popped it, I was like, oh my God, baby Jesus knew exactly what I needed. Um, but this, this rosé is actually called Over It. Uh, and it basically gets to the point. And I, I mean, it really does. Uh, it's a medium body, sweet rosé, not too light, not too heavy, but it's, it's like just right. Like, it's like, it's that me- it's like medium. It's, it's, it's a, it's a medium. Uh, it's some flavors of melon and, uh, raspberry. It goes with pretty much everything you eat because I don't even remember what I ate and I was like, this is great. Um, it tastes like it smells. Um, so it's exactly what you what you expect. Um, and it basically is like you just need a glass of wine. It's hard to put into words exactly what magic uh, this beautiful beverage performed. But every time you gaze at the horizon over the rim of your glass, suddenly you gain a newfound perspective. Those big gloomy anxieties don't seem so daunting. You, your small wins become major moves once uh glance over in a mirror and you're like, damn girl, you look good. Um, that's when you know you've unlocked unbothered status. And that, my friend, is the power of a good rose. You see, you look over the mirror and say, damn girl, you look good. Like, damn girl. Is that like why you're holding a wine glass? Yeah, you gotta do it like, do, do it. Like, damn, look. like, damn girl. I look good. Yeah, take a seal. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So, it, and they say that this is a good uh, rosé to drink if uh, you're celebrating something, you have brunch plans, brunch plans get canceled, you can't plan the brunch, uh, the kids are away at summer camp, kids are at home for summer camp, getting a mani-pedi, you can't afford a mani-pedi, you start to wonder, don't want her, want to do YOLO. Listen to this list. I'm starting to think that you can drink this one. I'm just saying, it is a great wine. It is a great rosé. It's perfect. It is great. And we talked to Madison Ashton. Uh, they are the dynamic duo, and they are too young. They're they're not millennials. They're I want to say Gen Zs. Like they are super smart, and they're killing the wine game. Like. They're young, they're witty, they're smart, and I just adore them. They are so cool, and um, they're they're doing a thing with the wine industry. Hey. I love it. I, you know, I love the fact that it's young folks doing good things, putting out good product. Like, you know, we see it a lot, you know, in the studio. A lot of young guys, man, and, you know, gals to come through. Not really with a plan, you know. Oh, they got a plan, honey. You know, and they're not really thinking things through. That's not happening here with these folks. Nope. That's not what. That's not happening here. So there's like that hope for the future when you see, you know, folks like this putting out good product, yes. looking good, feeling good, smelling good, good. <laughs> you know, drinking good, you know, yes. you know. So I'm really shout out to that girl wine. Hit the button. Hit the button on them. Yes. Hey, and they get a round of applause, too. All of that, man. Hey, strong work to y'all. Y'all got a good product. Salute. You're getting, you're, salute. You get me tipsy. You're doing good. Keep doing Yes. Keep so doing. let's jump into the interview Keep with doing. Ashton and Madison of That Girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, girl. friends it's Renee here at the Rose Hour podcast and today you are in for such a great treat I am so excited because I literally had a bad day this week and I got a special shipment delivered to me at the end of this bad day we popped it open we opened this bottle and I kid you not baby Jesus popped out in a manger, swaddling in a co- and, and a manger with his baby Einstein and gave me all of the blessings bestowed upon me because it was so delicious. This is some of the best wine rosé I ever had. And I kid you not, this woman and her, her amazing brand ambassador are killing the wine industry. They are so cool. They're so cool. They're so cool, y'all. They are Ashton and Madison of That Girl Wine. Woo! <laughs> hey, girls! Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all, this wine is so good. Oh, that's what we like to hear, you know? <laughs> A good wine, tasting good, looking good. <laughs> and makes you feel like you've just been touched by an, an angelic angel. Like, come on. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, you guys, this this is some good stuff. How did you even, like, get started? Let's start with you, Madison. Like, how did you get into this industry? Sure. So I have a, 
a funny story. Um, I actually just graduated college back in 2020, um, obviously looking for a job, looking to make my way into the world. And that girl wine company had speaks me out, found me, I interviewed and I just fell in love. Um, I had never seen myself in the wine industry, but that's not to say that I don't love wine myself, which I absolutely do. Um, and I just got this position in this brand and this company just spoke to me, um, and everything that I am as a person, I'm, I, you know, I like having fun. I'm a social butterfly. Um, I enjoy a good wine. And I think that, um, it was the right place, right time and right company for me. Um, so I am basically the director of marketing and branding at that girl wine company headquarters. Um, I'm the girl who kind of makes the moves behind the scenes. Uh, I work to bring the wine into its full bottle form. Um, building the story, building the design, and then helping to create the that girl experience um, through marketing, branding, and on social. And I think a majority of my time is spent um, loving the wine, tasting the wine, finding a good brand, and really bringing that girl to life. Um, and again, like I love wine, so I love that girl. And I think it was just a, a good hand-in-hand fit overall. It is definitely. And I love what you're doing with the brand. You are doing a great job. Uh, And especially (laughs) as someone who graduated during a pandemic, like claps for you. Like (laughs) we got to celebrate that. Like everybody ain't able to get a job, deal with a pandemic and create and be a director of marketing and branding, doing a great job like you. So kudos to you. Like, girl. I will say I love my day to day. Like I... I think it's exactly what I went to school for. And I get to actually showcase what I learned every day through this brand and have fun with it along the way. So I think it's definitely been super fun. Yes. Get a queen. Okay. So Ashton, how about you? How did you get into this industry? Um, so I am a chef by trade and I, my mother was a very proficient home cook and we grew up a little bit European in the sense that like wine was always, acceptable to drink and taste and kind of understand. And then I, my very first job when I was in culinary school was actually with like um, a wine expert. And so I dabbled in wine while I was cooking. Um, And then it became more and more immersed into not only food and beverage, but like the culture itself. Um, The wine culture has expanded and grown into being more inclusive and interesting and um, diverse and, um, except accepting. I mean, for a long time, wine was super snooty and, um, pretentious and highfalutin. And, um, over the last 10 years of the snooty culture and revolution that's kind of, you know, swept across the nation, um, wine has become more of a, a given and, and for everybody. So that's kind of how my love of wine grew from, you know, not knowing anything to now to do, you know, doing that most, most of the days. Yeah. And like the two of you are like the dynamic duo, right? Like (laughs) you guys do photo shoots together. You guys do the newsletter. So like, how do you guys like do all this amazing work? Like, because you guys do a lot of great photo shoots, by the way, and I do subscribe to the newsletter. So like, how do you guys come up with these ideas? (laughs) I honestly think that Ashton and I, like, we work so well together. We're both on the same page. Like, we, I think we balance each other out really well because I, my brain goes a million miles a minute and I just want to go, 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 and do, 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 do. And I think Ashton's like, all right, these are, here are our plans. This is what your thought process is. And she helps to really bring those things to life in the vision that I have in my head that's just, like I said, goes a million miles a minute. 
Um, and so I think that helping to, you know, do the That Girl Lives and the tasting tips, writing the newsletter campaigns, those photo shoots and things like that. I just think that, you know, all of the all of the things that are in my head, Ashton help, helps to bring to light um, and showcase on our social in a positive way. So I think that having that nice little balance of all of that has really helped us content create. <laughs> oh, you guys are so like freaking frack. Like, I love it. <laughs> so I, well, I, I got to ask the question, like, you guys have how many types of wine with that girl? So right now we have actually two collections. Um, we have the Sweet Girl collection, which includes Ladylike, Over It, and Bestie. And then we have the Foodie Girl collection, which includes um, Yay Day, Talk Sauce, and Holy Chic. And Talk Sauce right now is actually unavailable because we did sell through it. Um, so we're in the process of hopefully, hopefully looking to bring that back shortly. And then Holy Chic is going to be launching very, very soon. Um, I can't tell you the specific date because we have to keep some type of suspense and some type of surprise yes. for our, our that girls out there. But it is going to be available for you to purchase very, very soon. Ooh, I love it. That girl got some secrets. I love it. (laughs) So, okay. So like, let's talk about the rosé because you guys have a rosé. What part of the uh, uh, collection is that? And then also like with the pairings that you guys have do, what do you guys pair it with? All of those things. Totally. So rosé are over it is part of the sweet girl collection. So it is a sweet rosé but it will definitely treat you right. Um, It is perfect for like a nice summer day. Um, It's perfect for when you're totally over the week and you need to just drink and enjoy and be alone. It's good when you're with your girlfriends. Um, And it's a medium body rosé that is from California and it literally works good with like any type of food. Um, Ashton, if you want to talk a little bit more about how we've paired it with some of our rom-coms, that would be so fun. Yeah. So our whole mission behind that girl wine company is that food um, is, of course, important, but we want to pair your wines with your mood. So all of the names for our wines um, are reflective of a mood, perhaps, you could say. So over it, our rosé, as Madison said, is kind of when you're just over it, um, literally. Um, (laughs) And so we really subscribe to the thought of um, making it easy and fun and making you feel good when you drink it. So For instance, like a specific pairing for over it could be like a bag of microwave popcorn. And Mm. I have no shame against that as even as as a chef. Um, There's like so many days that I come home from cooking all day. And the last thing I want to do is make myself dinner. Um, So we really love the idea that this is an accompaniment to like making you feel better and live your best life. Um, And so, you know, something that one of my mentors taught me is that anything, any glass with wine in it is a wine glass. And it's kind of the same philosophy <laughs> with food in the sense of like, whatever you want to eat with this is perfect because it's for you. It's meant for be like for you to enjoy. And um, so we pair with mood. And so what uh, Madison is referring to is for Valentine's Day, we did a rom-com pairing with our sweet girls. And I believe, and, and help me remember, Madison, over it was paired with which rom-com? <laughs> it was paired with, drumroll please. Ooh, drumroll. Oh, yes, the wedding date. Ooh. <laughs> a, a classic TBS staple on Saturday afternoon. Yep. Um, <laughs> and 
just a lighthearted 90 minute comedy. Um, so the same idea um, with food or, you know, whatever pairings, just whatever you enjoy, you know, whether that's a picnic or takeout or you feel like making like a really elaborate dinner for you and some girlfriends or a loved one, um, whatever you like to eat goes back with this. Wow. I love that. And like over it really I can't say that the name is not wrong. Like I was over <laughs> my day and it w- arrived on time for the over it moment I was having. And I was no longer like caring because I was over it because over it helped me. Like, oh my God. Are you guys psychic? Definitely. <laughs> you guys are psychic. Our goal. <laughs> you guys are. So where where can people actually purchase um, that girl. Totally. So purchased is directly on our website called backgirlwinecompany.com. Um, directly to the site by word of mouth, let everyone know about that girl wine company and purchase our wine right online. And it'll deliver directly to your door when you're in need. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. And so like you guys are direct sales, which is also really cool because as small businesses, you know, especially during the pandemic, many, you know, small businesses, especially wine, you know, companies have gone out, you know, business. So definitely continue to support. I'm here for it. You guys, this is worth it. It is worth it. It is worth it. Oh, my God. Yes. So you guys are based in New York, right? We're actually based in Buckeye, Arizona. Whoa, I did not know that. That was like a curveball throwing right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's where we're technically originated from. <laughs> wow. And so like, what's the story of like that girl origination? So exactly what Ashton had just pointed out, like, we felt as though we needed to remove that pretension of drinking wine and bring it back to its true purpose of just pure enjoyment and having fun and finding a wine that is fun to drink, enjoyable. Um, and we believe that it tastes good too. So it'll pair with your good cheese platter. It'll pair with your cheesy rom-com. Um, but truthfully, they're just wines that are for a girl wanting something to taste good, wanting to feel some type of way. Um, and enjoy it, whether or not that's by yourself, with your friends, with your significant other, you know, to drink casually or on a weekend trip with your girls or like a bridal shower or something. But I think the the true purpose of that girl is to, to show people that wine is for fun and it is for pure enjoyment and that anyone can have that type of fun with or without a glass of wine, as long as you're that girl. Yes, or even the bottle. I mean, some days you oh, just for go sure. for it. For sure. <laughs> for sure. You don't need a bottle. You don't need a glass. No worries. You yes. just the bottle too if that's how you're feeling. <laughs> yes, go for it. Go for it. Go. <laughs> I'm here for it. it. So like in Arizona, like what's the wine culture like? Are you guys in Arizona? So I'm not in Arizona and neither is. Ashton. Um, we do a lot of our work pretty remote um, via Zoom. Obviously, now that that is that is a big part of our culture that we yes. do now. Yes. Um, but I I think overall our our wine industry itself um, has, like you said, kind of been crazy. It's you know it, it has its ups and downs, um, and I think the wine culture in general has just been kind of all over the place. Whether or not it's it's needed wine, it's not needed wine or, um, you know, that kind of thing. But I think that 
the true purpose of this is um, to really help support those businesses and support those wineries and those wine companies. Um, try different wines, try different varietals and, you know, tell your friends about it. Scream it from your rooftop. Um, but I think it's a it's a great industry and I hope that it continues to grow. Yes, I'm here for it. Now, I, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of that girl because I feel like I'm that girl. Like y'all talking about <laughs> me, I am that girl, especially with the rosé. Um, <laughs> so how can people follow and learn more about that girl? Totally. Well, you can see us on Instagram and on Facebook. Um, you can find us at Instagram at That Girl Wine Co. And Facebook, just type in That Girl Wine Co. Um, we love seeing all our That Girl fans, our That Girls. Because um, like you said, like you're That Girl, I'm That Girl, Ashton's That Girl. Like we are all That Girl. We are. Um, so please tag us in photos, tag us in posts. Um, show us your good time and good and vibe with that girl wine. And we'll, we'll share that on our social. I think you can be able to see everything that we're doing and all that the that girls are doing um, on those two platforms. Yes. And I think you guys have a promotion going on right now, right? Is that, is that accurate? Where like We people- have one. Okay. We have one of them. Um, we're going to give all of you listeners today a $5 off coupon code. Um, for any of your purchases of That Girl Wine. So if you use the code ThatGirl5, you'll get $5 off your entire purchase. So how hard is that, y'all? You can get, you don't even have to get rosé, okay? Like, <laughs> you can get a Chardonnay, you can get a Pinot Grigio, you can get any of any of their wines in their collection. Just use that girl five. Five, because you want $5 off. I'm here for it. Yes, queens, I am here for it. So also, you guys, I, I we would not be the Rosé Hour if we did not ask this question. And we have to ask. Well, I actually have two questions. One is the surprise question because I did not talk to you about this. What are you both doing for Rosé Day, which is June, I believe, 11th this year? Oh, well, Ashton, you want to you kick it off? <laughs> sure. Well, besides the obvious of drinking Rosé, um, I am actually um, working with um, just, you know, a photographer just to create some more recipes around the over it and rosé day. And so we can share those with you guys. Um, and then just generally celebrating and drinking over it. Yes. I'm here for that. Celebrate, celebrate, celebrate. <laughs> yes, always. Yes. I think for me, I'm, I'm definitely going to be drinking some over it. Um, I think that it's going to be super fun to start promoting some of those cool cheesy rom-com pairings we have with over it um and showcasing some of the recipes and other photos that um me and ashton are cooking up for rosé day yes well we'll be happy to share those on rosé day so don't forget to share them with us um oh perfect yes okay and now here's the final 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 question (laughs) this is final jeopardy guys what is oh boy (laughs) what is your favorite rosé oh so i'm gonna be biased um (laughs) and i'm going to say the over it from that girl and the only reason why i'm going to say that um is because i truthfully didn't really like rosé um growing up drinking drinking rosé so I was it wasn't one of my go-tos wasn't really one of my favorites 
um, until I ended up tasting the rosé blend of over it. And I actually did really enjoy it. Um, so I will say it is one of my favorites to this day. Yay, I'm here for that. Um, and I would say, you know, it's, I obviously I'm partial to the over it too. He created it and, you know, it was a labor of love and, um, really a passion project and the meaning behind why we both are in wine and love wine in general, regardless of that girl or over it. Um, just that we believe wine should be fun and, and carefree and enjoyable. So over it is definitely at the top of my list, but. Um, I'm also a big fan of, um, like other domestic rosés, you know, California has had a really tough year, um, not only with the pandemic, but with the fires. So I'm a big mm-hmm. proponent of supporting other, um, California grown and blended rosés at the moment. Um, I know France gets a lot of love for their Provence rosés mm-hmm. and those are absolutely delicious. And, you know, Ultimate Provence makes great rosés. They have three or four out this season, beautiful bottles. Um, but I also really love the idea of supporting domestic, sparkling, and still rosé. Um, and there's some great ones from other producers that are widespread, like Josh is now doing, uh, you know, a sparkling as well as a still rosé. Um, you know, a splurge bottle is, you know, I love Domaine Corneros. If you really are celebrating something and get like a nice, you know, you know, 30 or $40 bottle. Um, so yeah, so I really believe in the idea of supporting California right now and keeping wine in the United States, um, so we can all enjoy it. And yeah, that's, that's kind of my two cents on, on other rosés. If you're kind of perusing the aisles, perhaps, um, kind of think that way as well. I love that response because I actually talked to, um, another rosé company out of California from, um, I think they're, they're, they're in Napa. And they actually started uh, some sort of like challenge with France of having a competition between California, right? The con- like literally having a real competition with California and France on their rosé. So I will oh, wow. send you guys and I'll post about it. So yes, this is like a real thing. They have like a real, like real actual form where they want people to sign on to actually endorse this challenge. So that's interesting. You actually mentioned that because we literally just talked about this. And I think this oh, would be good. hilariously great. <laughs> I love that. Well, yes, we'll do. We'll do. But you guys, this has been so much fun. I want to thank both you, Madison and Ashton, for joining us and that girl. Um, it is one of the best rosés, honestly, I've ever had. And you know what? It <laughs> definitely made me get over it on a very rough day. So I can honestly say in a test that like this rosé does what it says it's supposed to do guys like if you need to have a day and you just want something to just chill and enjoy that's what it does so use the code to get five dollars off use that girl five and get you some today it's so good oh my god and (laughs) ashton and madison thank you guys both so much for joining us today oh thank Thank you for having us cheers Bottoms up. 
Wow, thank you so much, Ashton and Madison, the dynamic duel of <laughs> That Girl Wines. And yes, thank you so much for that. Over it, Rosé. Oh, cannot get enough of it, y'all. And if you have not tasted it yet, y'all, I can, words cannot describe how delicioso that Rosé is. So get you some today. Want to thank bartender Ben Magdalene uh, and the team at Fairhill Studios so much for, for making this episode happen. Uh, also to Zeus uh, for our security and also not barking. We really appreciate you holding it down, Zeus. <laughs> also, thank you also to friends for, for all the things you do, which is including listening, uh, letting us know your thoughts, and then also, you know, telling us about amazing rosés that you guys know about. We appreciate, you know, you guys DMing us, telling us, and, and you know, hooking us up with with amazing people to, to to connect with. So we really appreciate everything you all do. Uh, don't forget to go to our website, therosehourpodcast.com. We have merchandise. And also you can review all uh, older episodes. So you can listen to people, maybe episodes you may not have heard of before. So you can always check us out there. Uh, and don't forget to go to all your podcast platform um, sites uh, and follow, like, subscribe. And also on social media, you can follow, like, subscribe. We are the Rose Hour Podcast on all podcasts, excuse me, social media po- uh, platforms. Uh, And with that, we are so excited for next week. So don't forget to stay tuned. Follow again, like again, subscribe. uh, And and we can't wait to talk to you then. Until next week, sip, sip, hooray. Cheers.